Advent is a time that is well known in our society where we prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus. But once Advent is gone, once Christmas Day is done, we often put everything away and try to go back to some sense of normality and we forget about Christmas and Advent for another year. Some of us hang on until the 6th of January when we take down our trees and our decorations and we may not know why but the reason for this is because of the 12 days of Christmas which ends with the day of the kings on the 6th and in some Catholic countries rather than sharing gifts on Christmas Day as much they do it more on the 6th perhaps more biblical rather than Father Christmas bringing the presents it is actually the wise men that bring the presents on the 6th and so I wanted to base our devotions over the next week or so um, going into the new year on the 12 days of Christmas I want to base it on the carol 12 days of Christmas where each day our true love who's God brings us a new gift and this song was written um, when Catholics had to practice their faith um, somewhat hidden um, and so this song um, each gift is code for a different uh, foundational principle um, or, or a basis for our faith an important aspect of our faith and what I wanted to do was each day look at one or two we started a bit late so we don't have 12 days um, but look at one or two of these gifts and reflect on a passage that is relevant um, to that gift when uh, the song was written most people were farmers and in the dark days of winter they didn't have much work to do and so they took these 12 days to remind themselves of the foundations of their faith and I thought this year with the restrictions that we're experiencing with the less activities that are going on we could maybe take like they did take a bit of time to reflect on the foundation of our faith to remind ourselves of what we believe in and so uh, if you look at the first day of Christmas and the gift that is given in that song, a partridge in a pear tree, and that is actually for Christmas Day, which we've already celebrated, um, but the mother partridge symbolises Jesus. It's apparently the only bird that dies to protect its young. On Christmas Day, we celebrate the coming of Jesus, who would eventually die to save us, his offspring. But we've celebrated Christmas already. So let's start on day two, two turtle doves. Symbolizes the Old and the New Testament. The biblical roadmap available to everyone, which tells us God's story and his plan for the world. The Bible is key to our faith. And so throughout this series, I uh, won't be doing much teaching or explaining, but we're gonna spend more time listening to the words of the Bible itself, reflecting and meditating on it and asking it to speak into our lives right here in 2020 and going into 2021. The passage um, that I've chosen for today is in the Old Testament but it points forwards to the New Testament so it kind of joins the two turtle doves to the time when Jesus, the mother partridge, would give his life to save us. Throughout this series, I've asked a variety of men in our congregation to balance out my voice um, by reading the passages that we're going to meditate on each day. And we're just gonna hear them, we're not going to see them. What we're gonna see is the words of the passage so that we can really try um, to not get distracted by other stuff, really try and focus on those words, really mull them over 
um, each day as we look at different passages throughout the Bible. Today, David's going to read Isaiah 53 to us. But first, he asked if he could give a little preface to the chapter, and I think it's a really helpful insight for our reflections and in line with how we are wanting to engage with Scripture throughout this series. So here's David. I'm going to read uh, from Isaiah chapter 53. And I'd like you to uh, bear in mind while I'm reading, this is poetry. It's intended to speak at least as much to your heart as it is to your head. And it's poetry about tragedy and about hope. And the prophet intends that we should feel this. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed. We, all like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he didn't open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent. So... He didn't open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. 
Therefore I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Father, we thank you that you came, that you had this plan to come to us, to become one of us, and that you were willing to suffer so much and to die in order to bring us back into unity with God, that we could be in a relationship with you. We thank you for your word that you've given us, for the Old and for the New Testament. We pray that throughout this series, we would get deeper, more deeply rooted in your word. Amen.